And we're back for another episode of Startup Hustle, a podcast for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. If you want to start, own, or build a business, then you're in the right place. We bring you the real truth about what it's like to take something from concept to launch, from growth, innovation, experience, failing, or winning big, we've got you covered. So let's get down to business with another episode of Startup Hustle, brought to you by Fullscale.io. And we're back, back for another episode of Startup Hustle. Matt DeCourcy here with Lauren Conaway. Hi, Lauren. Hi, Matt. Hi, friends. St. Louis. St. Louis. Yeah. We're going there. Or did we're you just got there. back from there too, didn't you? I just I just got back from St. Louis. Yeah. We did the the Amplify Missouri what was it? Innovation Summit? Innovation Summit. Yes. Those words are probably out of order, but those were the words that were in the title. Where I was supposed to be a presenter and had to cancel last minute, which I know every event coordinator loves. So. Oh, dude, we were, we, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing that, that you and the full scale team did, because, yeah, every event coordinator is like, that's my nightmare. But oh. you provided a problem and a solution at the same time, because you, uh, you had Kyle and Chris step in, right? And Jessica. Well, yeah, and I also sent a hundred copies of my books and some yeah. stuff. I felt terrible it about it, but turn around, by the way, <laughs> my wife got the COVID. Yeah, how's that? My family, me and my family didn't, so that meant that my role at home changed very quickly. Now, back to what we're talking about today. We are we are making a visual, a virtual. I said visual, a virtual, and what was recently an in person <sighs> visit to our neighboring city. And for those of you that aren't aware, we are in Kansas City, the home of the best barbecue in the world, not St. Louis, which some people like to argue about. But we're going to talk about St. Louis's top startups. We're back. We did this list once in 2020. It's now 2022. So we're going to get after it. And before we tell you who's on the list, today's episode of Startup Hustle is powered by Fullscale.io. Hiring software developers is difficult. And Fullscale can help you build a software team quickly and affordably and has the platform to help you manage that team. Visit Fullscale.io to learn more. That's my company, Lauren. Did you know that? I, you know, I heard a rumor, Matt. Yeah. You've been very subtle about it. That's where it. I work. Yeah. <laughs> where I show up and do work on most, I, I gotta tell you, on man, most I weekdays. Days. On most weekdays, I show up and do, I just show up. You, I was going to say you, do a job. You, but. you do a lot, but you have put together a formidable team with a formidable founder, man. Well done. Round of applause. I'm just a guy looking for something to do. Hell yeah. Speaking of you something to do, I'm going to start off this list with one of my favorite names that is Advocado. Uh, I saw this one and it made me smile. Yay. It's hard to say Advocado without Ad-cado. saying Avocado. So, so Matt, what does Advocado do? Well, I'm very familiar with it because they were on our prior list as well. And I did an episode on June 23rd, 2020 with myself and the founder and president, Jeff Linehan. So um, you ever watch like a TV commercial on say Monday Night Football? Because I know you always watch Monday Night Football, sure, right? Sure. So here yeah. you have, all of a sudden you have this big box 
ad coming out that's going out nationally and all these people are going to see it. And then what, here's the thing is they see it and then they're sitting at home and then they decide to Google it. So with that, you kind of want your ads to be at the top, near the top or findable. So what Avocado does is they actually help adjust in an automated and intelligent way, the media that you're spending. And you want to be present at the times that it's most important to be present. So they help you figure that out. Um, you know, this is a, a very well tractioned and uh, venture back company. They've raised over $12 million. And it's, I mean, to be highly specific, it's real time cross media optimization. Yeah. That, Those are, that's, that's a phrase that you say a lot, right? Uh, absolutely. And I, I will say that, you know, I, I have a background in marketing and whoa, betide the founder whose search results end up after the jump. Like if you, yep. if you get beyond that page break, you're, you're dead in the water. So having yeah, a, it's kind of, it's cool. kind of cool. Yeah. It's yeah. cool. But you know, it, it, there's a lot that goes into that. And if you want to scroll all the way back in the feed to 2020, June 23rd, you can hear me and Jeff Lenahan talk all about it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to give that one a listen. Yeah. I don't want you to feel left out. So who's next on the list? Well, so next up, I we, we have Balto. And I just want to point out that I this name also made me smile because I'm pretty sure, isn't Balto like that animated dog movie? Yeah. Yeah. And their yeah. their <laughs> uh, logo has a little dog in it. Oh, that is, okay. We'll see if that yeah. makes sense. Well, so I was really excited to see that. And I was also really excited to see, like, I, I, I don't even know how they came up with the name, but you actually had a conversation back with them in 2020, Sales and Startups. Uh, yeah. You were talking to Mark Bernstein. So congratulations to a deep dive there, listeners. But for our, you know, our intents and purposes, Balto, it's a, it's a real-time guidance platform platform and they increase conversions. They decrease ramp time for contact centers. Uh, they are billing themselves as the number one real-time guidance for contact centers. It's powered by AI. They're, they're essentially listening to both sides of a conversation. And what I think is really cool is that this AI, they, they built it to visually prompt agents with the next best thing to say. And I've, I've actually worked in, in call centers and contact centers. And sometimes, you know, they hand you these scripts, but they're very, um, they're, they're not very dynamic scripts. You know, they're, they're just like, if the customer says X, then you say Y. And so you have to have a lot of discernment. You have to be able to kind of think on your feet. So anything that, that could help with that, like if I'm, you know, a call center agent talking to a customer and I need to know which way to go, having that kind of guidance to have more meaningful conversations with potential customers, that's really cool. And the fact that it's driven by AI, I'm pretty psyched about it. How, how about you, Matt? Well, I mean, this is a great company and I have a really strong appreciation for what they do. There's, you know, there's a, there's a whole lot that goes into, you know, you talk on a big box basis. Well, first off, this company's got 51 million bucks in funding um, and that's the info we found. It's possibly more than that. They've got a hell of a lot of traction. So the issue is, and and, you know, you can run into this uh, on a, a small box or big box environment. And if you talk about like a big company and all of a sudden they've got a call support sales, any type of, of thing that, in, that uh, interacts with humans. And, you know, I look at full scale and I look at the difficulty that we have training new salespeople because there's so many different things 
you, know, you want to give your clients, prospects, all of, uh, you know, anyone inquiring the best information possible. So in order to do that, you know, in the past, there's all these complex scripts and knowledge bases and stuff like that. Yeah. And really what Balto does is it kind of, enter, it, it, it's an intersection between your headset and your computer right. and all of it. It like knows what you're saying. Right. It's going to listen to what the customer yeah. and client says, and then it's going to instantly find options and better stuff. So if you ever found yourself frustrated with a call somewhere for support and you didn't get the right answer. It just felt like really lame. Yeah. Then you should like Balto. All the time. So I, I do yeah. like, really like Balto and I like the name. So yeah. yeah. Well, well next on the list is freight science. Okay. So for those of you that once again, we're in the Midwest, we're right in the middle of the United States. And with that in Kansas and Missouri, there are a lot of logistics and transportation companies because we're kind of like the center, we're a hub. So you see a lot of stuff in our region that is stored or leaves from here because it's halfway to a lot of places. So right. Freight Science is going to, you know, CEO Matt Foster. Uh, and, you know, what they do is they provide technology solutions that enable asset-based trucking companies to be more efficient, successful, and profitable. So, you know, these big trucks get like two miles to the gallon. And they have a whole lot of stuff on them. It's hard to find drivers, a whole lot of it. And, you know, basically what they're doing is, is, you know, trying to figure out how to get things to places more efficiently. That's probably right. the best way to explain what they do and how they do it. But, you know, it's, I mean, it's data science and that's why it's freight science. So the thing is, is like, there's a lot that goes into, I think the general consumer and customer just simply doesn't really get all the science that goes into freight and okay, getting so new I, stuff. I, I want to I piggyback on that a little bit, though, because you know, we kind of have the running joke on our top startups episodes that Lauren knows absolutely squat about logistics and supply you chain. You love the supply chain. And I, a, I'm really happy that you got this one. But B, like, I, I actually understand this. Like, I understand that there are many different components that go to transporting products from point A to point B. And so it looks like this is a really comprehensive tool to help you kind of get, gather and manage that data. Uh, but really, you know, it, the, the data is super important. Like, let's talk about that. But let's also talk about the fact of the outcome. The outcome is it's saving trucking companies money. It's saving gas. It's saving wear and tear on vehicles. It's, you know, so, so I think that the, the outcome here, more streamlined, more efficient, less expensive, so everyone's, everyone's talking about inflation and stuff like yeah. that, reducing well, exactly. the costs of getting that. things from one point to the next yeah, is important. Sure. If you, if you, if you hate inflation and rising costs, then you should love freight science. That's right. Absolutely. I love freight science. I know I, you I, do. Yeah. I know you do. I vaguely I think you love the next person on the list too. I am so excited. All right. I am really excited about this one. I was I like when I was reading through it, I was like, oh, thank God. Matt got the logistics supply chain one and I got the event one. You really like, thought that really, they were you really thought that our producer was gonna give you a logistics company after I all mean, the complaining you've done know. about logistics. I, I blame Jessica and she does, but mm -hmm. she was kind and she gave me curate. So I'm gonna talk to you all. Congratulations. I, I'm very excited. 
So Curate is a software platform for event professionals that allows them to perfectly curate, huh, see what you did there, uh, curate events, especially events with thousands of small pieces. Now, I have planned countless events in my time, and every single event planner knows that the day of the event, in the weeks leading up to event, like shit's going to hit the fan. Things are going to go crazy. There, there are always so many moving parts and so many things to, to manage. Every time you introduce a new movable piece, you introduce opportunity for failure or opportunity for inefficiency. And so it just creates this, oh man, I don't, I, I don't know if you've ever seen me on an event day, Matt DeCourcy, but I get, uh, I've been known to get snippy and I always have to like follow up <laughs> behind myself and apologize. Like, I'm so sorry. I was a total jerk. Like it was event day. So, so I, I'm looking at Curate and I'm just super excited because it's pulling in all of the information that you need for your events. Um, you know, half of the time when I'm working on an event, I'm trying to find, all right, what was that email address? Did I sign that contract? Where can I find it in the share drive? You know, did we arrange for the right a number of staff? You know, things like that. Having that information all in one spot, I don't think I can express to you how much easier that would make my life when I'm working on an event. So I'm, I am all in for curate. Um, you know, anytime you can streamline a process that has a lot of moving parts, I'm 100% in. And as an event planner, I'm just like, I mwah, chef's kiss, keep it going. Congratulations, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you very much. I hate planning events. I mean, I actually plan a lot of events, but they're easy because they're in a suite at a venue, which makes it kind of like everything else is taken care of. And I'm kind of overdoing that because yeah. inviting people and dealing with all, it's just a lot of shit to keep up with, man. And, you know, you do have any, an extraordinary amount of stuff to manage on a day-to-day basis. Who, so. me? Yeah, you. Yeah, I'm trying to change that. So yeah, yeah for these kind of reasons, it's, I mean, mainly because it's just a pain in the ass. All right, next on the list, we have Mission Control, led by CEO and co-founder Austin Miles Smith. He's joined with G. Byron Abrig. Oh, that that is a badass name right there. G. Byron? Byron. I love yeah. it. All right. So Mission Control is a developer of, of esports platforms that are used to create recreational gaming leagues for friends. It's a mobile app where gamers can join different esports leagues and stuff like that. It's a, you know, this is a a big industry and, you know, people want to play games with friends and tools to make that faster, easier, and all of it is good. And it's good enough to have garnered $1.8 million in funding so far. And, you know, this is a, a younger company, but still has, you know, four years under their belt, gaining traction and congratulations to mission control. You know, I'm not a gamer, but I get it. I don't really play games, mainly just because I'm not very good at them. I think once Nintendo went past like a couple buttons and like the just up, down, left, right thing, I was done. All right. So I have a problem with first person shooters. I'm not allowed to play them anymore because I, I, I every single time I find a corner and then I just start walking into it. And I can't oh, you're that, that person? Yeah, you're like, I'm that yeah. one. People are like, where are you? And I'm like, I don't know. You're, are you trapped in a corner because you can't navigate out of it? Yeah, because I, I don't know. I, it, it's like a, I think it's like a vision. I don't know what it is. I can totally I, see I that. Know. When you said you were banned from like first person shooter games, I just figured it's because you were like a natural born killer. I mean, I am pretty violent. That's what people think of. Yeah, like, totally. That's the word that I usually hear thrown around and used to describe right? you. So seems accurate. My brand precedes me. <laughs> yeah, totally. 
All right. Well, yeah. Uh, so I'm looking forward to you pronouncing the the founder's we, name on we, the next person on the list. Don't mess this up. We knew that there had to be at least one, and I don't been, mess I this up. My head. So, so, okay. I have I have a rationale behind this pronunciation, but I'm gonna and say and the co-founder. Good luck. Oh, you. Don't you speak more than one you are, language? You are mean. Yeah, but not. This looks like Polish. It's time to prove or, it. Ready. Get Do out. It. I, I, I can do the first name. It's Alejandro. Yes, did it. Congratulations. What's the last name? Uh, I'm going to go with <laughs> Lodzieski is how I'm going to pronounce that. That's my, Alejandro, that's my we're time. hoping that was correct. Alejandro Lodzieski is my yeah. guess, but that's with my limited understanding of Polish. Uh, so anyway, we're, we're talking about customly. C customly? Customly. There you go. That's what I'm going with. Uh, I was going to say customly, but there's an I in there. So customly. Uh, it's an e-commerce platform. And this is actually, this is really exciting to me. They they allow customers to personalize products online. Um, you know, there are a ton of online stores are out there. There are a ton of organizations. One of the biggest questions that we get in the innovator community, our virtual community, is about customizing products. Like, I need someone to make a t-shirt, print, you know, these t-shirts for me for this event, or I need, you know, some swag to give out at an event that we have coming up. Where can I get custom made? I don't know, coffee mugs or whatever it is. So, so there's a big market for it. You know, customers looking to, or I, I guess companies and organizations looking to drive their brands. Um, everybody loves swag. You know, I, I know that you and I are big fans of our branded t-shirts, right, Matt? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking it seems like they could help me get a faster turnaround on t-shirts with myself on them. Yeah. Ooh, let's do that. I would wear a t-shirt with your face on it. Totally. But I, only if yeah. you're mugging. You can't be smiling. <sighs> All right. Good talk. Good talk. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, customly, yeah, it looks like they could, you know, they could ramp up that turnaround time, put products in your hands sooner, make it an efficient process. And I can speak from firsthand experience that this is something that there's a huge market for it. There are all kinds of individuals looking for custom branded products to, to grow their brand. So it's a no brainer, top startup, heck yeah. You know what else there's a huge market for? What's that? Software development <laughs> services. And that's why finding expert software developers doesn't have to be difficult, especially when you visit fullscale.io, where you can build a software team quickly and affordably, use the Fullscale platform to define your technical needs and then see what available developers, testers, and leaders are ready to join your team. Visit fullscale.io to learn more. Yeah. Did I tell you that I sometimes dream about that intro? Fullscale. <laughs> I call it fullscale.io. Can you help say build it enough? your team quickly and affordably. And it just That's good. It's working. Head. It's working. Email. You did that. Okay. <laughs> so next on our list is Denim Social, led by CEO Douglas Wilbur and CTO Charles Turry. So Denim is a platform that empowers marketers in regulated industries to manage organic social media content and paid social media advertising. So if you're in banking, insurance, mortgage, and wealth, like there's others too, like any, there's a lot of stuff that's regulated that gets uh, on social media, the platforms exclude them or right. hold the comments or throttle them. Or, and I learned this when we did our startup hustle TV 
stuff yeah. because if anything well, like said COVID and then I also had one thing I couldn't figure it out so Heather and Kyle from Casey Hempco yeah created issues not them personally the name no, just the regulations having it in like anything and it it would flag us and it would make it yeah. it would take days to place ads sometimes it would throttle our other stuff and it was just like oh my god this is just a little too much. So what Denim's doing is helping those companies, you know, publish, advertise, build pages, stuff like that, and do it in a way that doesn't become a giant pain in the ass is right. probably the best way to put it. So Denim, I wish, I honestly wish I knew about you sooner. Back then. Yeah. I mean, it seems like every week Ty, or, uh, Kyle and Heather would come to us with a, yeah. a horror story of some kind about regulation. They had a real nightmare with that because, you know, they were, yeah. you know, like they, imagine just waking up one day and your businesses, all your social media pages were just gone. They're just locked. Yeah. Or well, gone. They, just gone. Oh, basically. They were gone. I just thought they were locked. Well, yeah. And then, I mean, I well, think. Well, gone, gone and locked are the same things if you can't get, if you can't do anything with it. Yeah. Is the point. Like, all of a sudden, it's just like, bye bye. And yeah. that's what you get to deal with. That's your new reality for the day. So, I mean, and the problem is, is that makes it real hard to in good faith, create new digital properties or anything. Cause you're sitting there just going, is this going to get taken away? So right. it's really hard for people in, in a lot of these industries, you talk about financial services, uh, you know, uh, politics is another one, uh, things related yeah. to medicine and just a lot of stuff that, you know, and it's all, you know, the reason that, I mean, you look at something like Facebook, I mean, there's just like, hundreds of millions of people posting all day. So the AI is just out there hunting for illicit stuff. Right. And it's, but, but at the same time, it makes it really difficult for the people that have, that are legit to do anything legit. Yeah. Well, cool. All right. Speaking of legit, let's see who's legit, legit enough to be the next name on the list. Oh, well, next up on our legit list. I honestly, we should change the name. We should be like our top legit startups. I think that we yeah. should license too legit to quit for the theme song. Yes, but you know that little hand sign that you're supposed to do with that? I can't do that. So we can't do it. Too legit to quit. I can't do it. It's not that hard. I'm not even good at that kind of stuff and I can do it. it too quick. Yeah. yeah. I have to, I have yeah. to think through it too hard. Yeah. Why I'll never be a dancer. Uh, so next up on our, our list of legit companies, we have Rivet. And uh, so, so one of the things that I've heard, and I'm not like intimately acquaint, acquainted with the industry, but in the construction industry and like other industries, there's still a lot of, um, efficiency and streamlining that needs to happen between systems. You have all of these different systems that aren't really talking to each other, rather, whether you're talking about product, project management, financials, things like that. So, so Rivet is actually an integration software, or they develop integration software that delivers seamless flow of data between the premises and, and software used in the construction industry. Um, so they're, they're creating integrations between programs to help 
share information more efficiently. You know, if you are trying to connect your finance team, your project team, your payroll, all of that information that you need to move quickly and confidently, and you're trying to increase your transparency around your financials and around uh, the projects that you're working on in the construction industry, uh, Rivet is here to help you out. And I mean, clearly there's there's a need for it. Um, it's really going to be interesting to see what CEO and CTO Tom Stem and Chris Collins come out with moving forward. Because I, I feel like this is a deep need, particularly given some of the hits that the construction industry has taken recently. It'll be really interesting to see how they grow. Now, they've raised $3.5 million in four funding rounds between seven investors. Um, and yeah, they're, they're just gaining, building traction. Their founding date was 2011. So they've been around for a little while, but, um, hoping to see them explode. I think my guess is it's actually ribbit, not rye. Really? Okay. And I'm saying that because a ribbit is something that's used in construction. Oh, it's yeah. spelled differently. It's used, so, I used in all kinds and of I might be right and I might be wrong, but my guess is okay. that's a play on rivet. Rivet. You know what? But I might, but it's spelled rye, like R Y V I T. It is, but I. I I'm gonna have to reach out to Tom Stem and get some clarification on this. You're probably correct. One of the one of the dangers for our, our friends listening at home. One of the dangers. He's trying to figure out how to pronounce all these startup names. Crap. Yeah. And I mean, struggle is real. Names, but it's just like. And the occasional co-founder or co-founder name. Yeah, and I'm still salty about the medical terminology. Start like I when I had to learn like five syllable words for that one medical startup. But uh, yeah, you have to you have to feel your way through. It's it's the burden of being a, a podcast host, right, Matt? I mean, yes, it's the struggle <laughs> is truly real. You know that. I mean, I I'm down with anything that creates efficiency in most any business, construction business, which is usually ripe for that. Um, once again, remember the same way we mentioned with freight logistics. Anything that lowers the cost of producing the things that you buy is is good. So yeah. you want things to be built better, faster, and cheaper. And uh, so I'm a big supporter of anything. Construction's obviously everywhere. Um, we've had a lot of different uh, technology platforms, products, and people solving a lot of the issues that are related to that. So I'm glad they're piling on with that, and I'm cool with it. So yeah, sure. rivet or rivet. I'm gonna go. I, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna bow to your your expertise. That you're absolutely absolutely right. I'm that's just that's guessing right. that that's how they rivet. say it. But a rivet is R I V E T. And I googled it to make sure. You did not, did you? Really? Rivet is a permanent mechanical fastener. Okay. It consists of a smooth cylindrical shaft with a head on one end. Yeah. We're still talking about construction materials. I. I do. I, I feel like you're probably right, Matt DeCourcy, but we, we can move along. I feel like rivet. Yes, rivet. Yes, <laughs> let's move on to the very last and 12th company. Now, by the way, just because we mentioned a company first, I should have said this at the beginning, doesn't mean that they're like the number one. We don't do it like that. This is like a zero or a one. You're on the list. You're not on the list. Right. On the list, not on the list. That's it. And you want to be on the list, in my opinion. All right, next, Y, that's like the letter Y, Wales. Okay, Jay Steinbeck and Maria Murphy. It's a community-based ecosystem that builds, advises, and invests in Web 3.0 companies. 
It aims to help communities navigate the digitization of currency and assets through Web3 technologies. You don't know what we're talking about with Web3. That's crypto. Things like that. Web3. Five million, seed, five, five million in seed round, and that's this is a newer company founded in 2021. So, you know, this is a lot of people say you're like, oh, this is the future, and a lot of people just don't get it. So, you know, it's I hate I hate the term currency in crypto because it's yeah. not really mostly. Wait, 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 it's not wait, wait, wait. I, I'm going to put my podcast hat on. I'm going to say expand on that. What do you mean by that? Why shouldn't currency be in crypto? Yeah. I don't go spend Ethereum tokens at the grocery store. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there there is a monetary value attached to... There the- is, but it's based on other stuff. But it's not... The, the whole idea is people... That people it, it, the term currency leads people to grossly misunderstand the utility. Okay. Bitcoin right. isn't trying... I mean, some people would like Bitcoin to replace fiat currency as they call it but i don't think i mean you're going to eventually see a digitization of the u.s dollar it's the way it goes i mean they're already working on it but that's currency but most of crypto and web3 which runs on blockchain and other kinds of technology is it's there's a lot of future applications to that that lauren i don't have time or interest in explaining right now and maybe I don't have enough understanding of it in some cases, but we've got a lot of episodes about it in the past. New yeah. company, Why Whales? Why Whales? Yeah. Oh wait, that wasn't the last company. Oh my god, I said that was the last company on the list. You did. I was kind of. I was gonna be. What like, is wrong with me? Oh my god, it is not. We have a few more. You know, buckle strike up, that from the record. God, why did I think that was? I don't know. You know what? It's because I was thinking alphabetically. Oh yeah, we there don't one, either. You're two, on the list, you're not, and it's completely random. Three, <laughs> three more companies after this. So for exactly. those of you that were ready to tune out, hang on, we've got more. We we have more coming. I, I feel and like that's I stand corrected. <laughs> and in today's episode of Startup Hustle, Matt learns how to read a list. Do you think you he'll get what? it done? Because most people probably don't after that one. I look. Right. I look Who's next to on that? the list? Next, next on the list, not the end of the list, we have Invisibly. Now, you may have actually, you've probably heard the name of this particular uh, co-founder, CEO and co-founder, Jim McKelvey. You might associate him with Square, uh, the mm. payment processing tool and platform uh, backed by Peter uh, Thiel, founder's yeah. fund. They, so they're, they're building, I, I love this. Um, and Matt, I don't even know if you know this, but I have a, I have a huge... Um, affinity and belief in the power of journalism. And one of the things that drives me absolutely up a damn wall are paywalls around important news content, because I firmly believe that a well-informed electorate is what we want. We need to make sure that we are putting information that influences voting and influences policy. We need to make that accessible. And I say all of that to say this, Matt, I'm really, really excited about Invisibly because they have put together a tool uh, that is going to allow people to access content that they love. They have given people the, the power to unlock paywalls, consume content ad-free. They, so in a, essentially what you're doing is you build, con- you build points 
by answering questions, referring friends, using points to access premium content. And I mean, that's fine. You know, if you, if you have to put in a little bit of work to get at that content, sure. It's that money piece that irritates me. So I, I am super, super excited about Invisibly. Um, you know, definitely want to put more content, definitely want to put more information into the hands of people who need it, especially those who need it to make decisions about their lives for their families. And so anything you can do to, to make that an easier process and make data, democratize access to that data, I am going to be an enthusiastic fan. So when we talk about our faves at the end, just know invisibly way up there on my list for sure. Made I, was hoping that, I was hoping it was something that could make me invisible. That would be super cool. If you yeah. have superpower, is that what you would want your superpower to be? No. Okay. I tell you, no, Kyle and Jessica and I talked about that once upon a time, and I said that I wanted to read minds, and I think that made them nervous. I, I definitely don't want to read minds. Oh, would, oh my God. Oh. I have enough problems with what's going on in my own head. I don't need to be in yours. 100%. I I, honestly, people like, I'd love to be able to read minds. I think you'd realize how wildly insecure and fucked up the world was if you could I, read minds. So I it would, would not be a blood. It would not be a, that would be a curse. I'm just right. those, like, I would rather know than not know. But who do we have coming up next? I want to know about them too, Matt. Next on the list, Rollick, Bernie Brenner and Jason Nearman, CEO and CRO co-founders there. So Rollick, um, is they provide marketing and technology solutions for dealers and OEMs to help them improve the customer buying experience and take their marketing to the next level. So OEMs that could like, all right, so I just got a new Tesla and I want to buy a little charging thing that goes in it that holds my phone. That's an OEM product. Yeah. I honestly don't know what OEM, I'm going to Google it. What does OEM stand for? Uh, like it's like, I actually can't, I actually can't remember. Original equipment manufacturer. Yeah, so they make things. So if you need to order a Ford part from Ford or from whatever, then they'll they'll make it. So I was yeah. a little bit wrong on that. Yeah, yeah. I, I got to tell you, you know, so I actually used to work in the automotive industry and I worked in vehicle sales, and and it was really interesting because one of the you you have to have like a very very high pressured kind of sales mentality first of all, but one of the things that all, I think all car salesmen kind of struggle with is the fact that not only do you have to like sell the vehicle and sell the product, but you also have to sell the experience. Like I'm not here to screw you over. I'm not going to lie to you or bait and switch. You know, there are all of these perceptions out there. So, so honestly, I look at this and I'm just like, if you can create transparency around the process, create a more customer friendly, empathetic sales process using data tools. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's make the whole well, thing. Well, here's the thing. And this is what they're really doing. If you look at like OEM or like, okay, a parts catalog for like the history of cars, that is an insane amount of SKUs. And then here's right, the thing. Yeah, if you want to order it right, online, right. so like, all right, so I got, I have a Jeep as well, a Wrangler. And there's like all these different kinds, models, different things, blah, 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 blah. And you're sitting there looking online. You're wanting to buy something. And you're like, is this even going to fit? Well, and, and, then, and then you order it and it comes in or it's, or, or it's not available. Yeah. It's just like a real pain in the ass. So I just don't even end up ordering anything. Yeah. Which means I don't buy, which means they don't sell. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I like things like that make well. selling stuff easier. Yeah. I know you yeah. love that. You're, you're such a sales guy. 
Yeah, but, but you know, so I'm going to give this presentation today about scaling sales. And yeah. that's what I am you know, doing that down in downtown Kansas City today. And the very first question for everyone, for everyone listening is, are you even ready to scale? Right. Everyone's like, yeah, let's scale our sales. Are you ready? Can you handle it? What would happen if everybody showed up to buy today? And, you know, and, and that, I mean, for something like, an, uh, you know, some organization that has a gazillion SKUs. And here's the thing, you're going to find a site, you're going to try to order a part, and then you're going to find out two days later that, oh, actually it's not available. Sorry. You're never going to buy from that place again. Yeah. And that's a problem because it's hard to get people to show up at all, much less get them to buy. And then when you mess it up, get them to buy again. So like there's, there's a real utility for this kind of stuff. And then also you look at like some of these, it's just, it still shocks me in 2022, like how bad so many people's web experience is like just truly shitty e-com experiences. So anyway. and you, know, you know, who can help with that? You know who we have on our team. That's an expert. Andrew. Hey, that guy. Andrew. Yes. <laughs> He's good at selling stuff too. It's, it's, it's that much of a, of a problem. Like yeah. we have a whole guy devoted to telling well, you about email. Like you have to, you, he's like your guide to his company. Marknology helps guide you through all the, the, all the learning how to sell stuff on Amazon. So yeah, if you, now here's the thing, Amazon takes a pretty big slice of your sale. So, you know, so, you know, you know, companies like Rollick are going to help you yeah. maybe avoid that. And just, yeah. in in general, <laughs> like, look, all that OEM stuff, all these parts and whatever, can you imagine what it, you're looking at this like massive warehouse and there's a little box somewhere yeah. that has like or, 10 screws in it. Does it really have 10 though? Or does it have nine? Right. Yeah. Well, and you, I mean, you have like these insane product lists that you have to manage and new gens are being released all the time. Like, honestly, like, so say, say you have 250,000 items for sale, Lauren, and you want, we mentioned earlier when we talked about Advocado yeah. and you wanted to make a CPC, a, a, a cost per click, a Google ad for all of them. You know how long it would take you to do that? I don't even want to, don't, don't that's would take you like forever. It would take, it would take it. you personally the rest of your life. If, if, I mean, it probably more, you If know? you didn't just jump off of the roof. Yeah. Like if I, it's 20, but yeah, you know, probably, probably more. Honestly. Technology. Much. Yeah. There's something to this technology stuff. I'm thinking I might become an investor in it. Yeah. I could, I could see that. You invested a lot of stuff, don't you? I did actually. I just wrote yeah. a check this week. I just made a new investment to a Kansas city company this week. I'm excited about it. Yeah, they were one of our top startups, but I'm not going to tell you which one. I was I was going to ask. Can you? Are you, I, I, I now I'll I tell you when we're not recording. Me. I'm All not. Right. I I haven't officially asked if I can tell people yet, but I know I can. But I'm going to ask because no. compliance is what I wake up thinking about every day. Well, sure. It's the first I, thing I on my mind that. is compliance. <laughs> I'm actually going to build a platform that's going to ask other people if you're allowed to talk about people and 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 award you with crypto tokens for every person that says it's okay so that syntax was ridiculous but yeah. you know what i'm, I'm in, the crazy I'm, thing I'm, is is i'm gonna name it lauren <laughs> you are not you lying liar i mean why not 
All the other names are taken according to many of what these is lists. The best name? You I'm going to spell it super weird though, so no one will ever figure I out. Know, how yeah, to it's going to be like L zero R Y N. Yeah. It'll be L O R I N dot G G. Gross. And the, the dot G G is silent. And then it'll just be Loring. <laughs> cool. Ew. There you go. Got it. On it. And that anyone that listening, really if you want to beat me to that about. domain, I'll probably buy okay. it from you for like a million don't, bucks. Don't you know. butcher my name. Pretty locked locked in on the Laring. <laughs> I'm going to call you Laring for the rest of the day. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you got a good one. I like this. This this is the last one on the list. And, it is and actually it, the last one. And this I is never, a really good one. Yeah, this is a really good one. I know this founder. This is a, this is a good one. Matt, I never end up with the last one. So I'm well, excited about this. Plus, the name of this startup is Capacity. And I know how to say Capacity. Congratulations. Uh, thank you very much. Another really exciting thing. It looks like uh, David Carendish, the founder, and Matt DeCourcy recorded Building Learning Machines yep. uh, back in 2020. So, so keeping your out for that if you want to hear more about Capacity. But just to kind of give you an overview... Capacity is an AI-powered support automation platform that connects your entire tech stack to answer questions, automate repetitive support tasks, and assemble solutions to any business challenge. Now, Matt, you're going to have a lot more to say on this topic, but I I used to work in IT, uh, and I have to tell you that like help desk and support tickets were like the bane of our offices existence managing that process and making sure that you know downtime was limited and and all of that and so it looks like capacity is pulling together documents spreadsheets web pages all of that knowledge that is accumulated digitally on behalf of an organization and making it all accessible through chat so so that i mean that's pretty cool i gotta tell you well, you know, we mentioned compliance and I was joking because I hate compliance. Morning. Like yeah. it's like an, uh, it's like unnavigable waters because <laughs> it's always changing. So like you look at capacity and something like you talk about support automation that connects your entire tech stack to answer questions, automate repetitive tasks and build solutions. Um, so you're talking like CCPA, GDPR, FERPA, uh, HIPAA, SOC 2. That's a lot. I really want to flick you in the forehead right now. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a lot. I don't even yeah. know what most of those stand for. And that tells right. you, and neither do you, listener. So the thing is, is you might not even know you're non-compliant, but keeping up with this stuff sucks. It's just like the least fun thing to do in any startup or business that uses any of them. Guaranteed, no one shows up and they're like, I can't wait to get to work and fully structure and build my day around HIPAA compliance. Said no one ever. Now, look, when it comes to capacity, this is really one of my favorite guests in the past because, okay, I always appreciate a humble founder uh, and you talk about some funny lack of research at the time. So I, I did a whole episode with this guy where we talked about building learning machines. Great episode. And then I, and then of course, cause you know, I'm always prepared. I Googled the guy afterward. Uh, he's the founder of answers.com. What? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't even mention it. And I appreciated that. <laughs> I appreciated the humble nature that, that of is, that. That is super cool, but yeah. you know, yeah. own your awesome man, because I might've mentioned that myself. That. Yeah. I could have possibly mentioned that myself if it was me. Now, what I do want to mention is that if you need to hire software engineers, testers, or leaders, full scale can help. 
We have the people and the platform to help you build and manage a team of experts. When you visit fullscale.io, all you need to do is answer a few questions and let our platform match you up with our fully vetted, highly experienced team of software engineers, testers, and leaders. At Full Scale, we specialize in building long-term teams that work only for you. Learn more when you visit fullscale.io. Now look, speaking of always working, that's the whole idea of like AI platforms and like, you know, like what capacity does. The reason that software is so valuable and it's the future of so many things is look, there are just so many things just better done by a machine. The machine shows up and works every day. It works 24 hours a day. It doesn't take a day off. It doesn't get COVID. It doesn't have a baby. It doesn't have Christmas. And it's okay that we as people have that because all these things that machines are doing, people don't want to do anyway. Right. It's doing all the shit that we don't want to do anyway. taking the jobs that you don't want, friends. They can't, <laughs> can't find people to do them if they can, and then they're probably going to do them poorly. It's just right. the way it is. So, yeah, Capacity, it's a great company. I think that's one of, that's a bright, shining star above yeah. the arch. We didn't even talk about the arch in St. Louis. <gasps> The arch, do you saw it? So, you want, so I, don't, I don't even know if you know this, Matt, but I'm originally from St. Louis. And I like knew that. All skylines look weird to me because I'm without so, an arch. Without an arch, because they don't have an arch in them, and so yeah. like it, it's I, I and I think it's like a if you're from St. Louis, grew up there, you know that you expect to have that beautiful shining arch, the gateway arch in in the the vista distance, and and I miss that at every other skyline that I look at. It's interesting. Yeah, the arch is a trip, like if you've never yeah. seen it. And you can actually, like when you drive through St. Louis, if you stay on I-70, you like drive right next to it, which is pretty cool. A lot of yeah. people don't know this. You can actually ride you can go inside to the top it, of the they, arch. They have this it's like a little trail. roller coaster thing. I've never they been have in this it. Trail, it's really kind of weird because you get in like, it, it's not good for people who are claustrophobic. Yeah, I heard it's like, yeah, I've had like, people tell me that. Box and it fits about four people. It's kind of like a ski lift almost, but then it just kind of rockets you up into the arch but what's really yeah. really interesting and one of the things that i love most about it is when you get to the tippy tippy top of the arch because of the way that it was built to withstand earthquakes it sways there's there it, there's a suppleness and a give and so it sways in the wind and so you can kind of see the the st louis skyline move and ebb and flow as the arch moves back and forth and i just i love it i think it's super fun i do know people who are like super bothered by it and, well, in poor placement. So, you know, I, yeah. I, my wife is from Indianapolis, so we'll end up driving through St. Louis. And on the way back from Indianapolis, you drive past this massive landfill. And as you yeah. kind of like make this gentle sweeping turn on the highway, the arch kind of appears at the top of it. Yep. And you're like, wow. Yeah. Not well it, thought out. It is out. a very wow monument. Yeah. Actually. Well, the, the arch is, but it really does look like it's like, you have this like what is clearly a landfill and the arch just kind of appears over it. And you're like, okay, yeah. now look, I just, I give St. Louis shit because Kansas city and St. Louis have rivalries, but there's so much cool stuff going on there. And that's evident by many of the companies that we highlighted in this year's top St. Louis startups. Who do you like? There's a lot of good, there's a lot oh, of good man. stuff on I, today's. There's I a lot of good companies that. here. I'm only giving you one. You only get one. You don't get two. Just one. I only get one. Because it's today's rule now. All right. It's because uh, compliance. We talked a lot about compliance. Let's be well, you have one choice. You to chill out on All right, fine. You can have, you have as many as you want. All right. So, so I loved, and I'm trying. I'm actually trying to find it, and I think it's. See, and you're not even ready. No, 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 no. It's the event planning one. Curate. That, curate. 
found it. Got it. There it is. For those of you listening, we have a very well-defined list. If we scroll to the top of our notes, it has all the companies. Jessica does an amazing job putting together this set list. But I was able to, that's how I knew it before you. Yeah. Well, you're very, that's also what I wasn't using when I thought, when I thought one of these companies was the last on the list. Why whales is not the last. They were were nine. You found curate first. They were nine. I also knew how to read a set list. So So I like more than one here too. I love capacity and I've, and I've enjoyed my past conversations. I had a couple of follow-up calls with David from capacity. I was super smart guy. I like what Balto and Advocado does as well. Um, Also really enjoyed my conversations with Mark and Jim in different episodes. Go back and look those up. You know, if you're interested in learning more about our episodes or even seeing transcripts of shows, you can go to startuphustle.xyz. There's stuff there. Yeah, you want to nominate a startup in your city or maybe tell us why we should highlight your city in future episodes? Startuphustle.xyz. Lots of stuff to learn there. That's all I got. I'm out of here. I got to go give a speech, man. I'll see you down there. Maybe. And for those of you listening, Lauren's not going to come to presentation, but she'll be there after for drinks. Uh, Yeah. I I was like, yeah, I'll be there for the happy hour. I have a, I have an engagement. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm just skipping it. Well, if I had used curate, if I had used curate to figure this out, I could probably remove you from the RSVP list, which is what I'm going to now go do manually. Bye Lauren. Bye. Startup Hustles brought to you by Fullscale.io, helping you build a software team quickly and affordably. Make sure you reach down and hit that subscribe button, then come find us on Instagram. See you next time.